you and I went to school together and we went to Westwood High School. We had a fight song that we sang that we loved. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to see if you remember the words. I'll do the hard part. Okay. Okay. Go Westwood, go. We're going to fight. We're fighting right and right will play. Go Westwood, go. Our spirit's high. We're going to try. We're on our way. Go Westwood, go. The blue and orange shining ever through. Onward we'll roll. Oh, mighty Westward. Oh, mighty. You messed up oh, the last <laughs> Oh, mighty Westward? Oh, mighty. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I was doing so you... well. Now, the, the, the easy part. How did the, you mess that The chorus. <laughs> I fouled up on the chorus. Oh, oh, mighty Westward, warriors, go. go. You did a lot better on that than what I thought because... Let's sing how everyone sang the Westwood fight song, right? Okay. Go, go Westwood, Westwood, go. go. <laughs> it's always cool in Mesa. Yes, it is. It's always cool in Mesa. Yeah. Forget the degrees and just remember this, please. I say it's always cool in Mesa. If you don't feel like you get enough done, you might not want to listen to this episode because Sarah Williams gets everything done. Whether it's being a contestant on a reality TV show or setting a Guinness record, inventing goat yoga, or starting her company, Desert Paddleboards. There's something else you need to understand. Talking with Sarah is a bit like being on a sightseeing tour in a Formula One race car. There's so much you want to see, but it's all going by so fast. Not to worry, as your tour guide through this episode, I'll make sure we pump the brakes and even back up now and then. Stop number one on your tour map, Sarah invents goat yoga. It's always cool in Mesa. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsor, Visit Mesa. You know, John, when I moved here, it was 1976 and our neighbors had a boat. We went to Canyon Lake. It was just unreal to see this this blue body of water surrounded by all these, you know, mountain walls. And- well, we, we are very fortunate to be bordered by the Tonto National Forest and the Salt River and uh, Saguaro Lake, Canyon Lake, uh, lots, lots of water sports uh, and uh, stand-up paddle boards and, sure. and, and tubing on the Salt River, which right. is, again, literally across the street from Mesa. And uh, again, I, I wanted just to thank Visit Mesa for the great job they do in marketing all of these water assets we have. You don't necessarily think of Mesa as a beach city, but uh, we're pretty close. And, and Visit Mesa does a great job of, of, of telling that story. So goat yoga was kind of a joke. A lot of my businesses kind of started as a joke. Yeah. So I was teaching paddleboard yoga. Okay, you see, already we get to take a little detour. To understand paddleboard yoga, you have to back up to Sarah's company called Desert Paddleboards. Tell me how it is that you became an expert on stand-up paddleboarding at the Salt River. So Arizona is kind of a cool place that a lot of people don't realize. The Salt River is beautiful. You can paddleboard down the river for about two hours, get out, feel refreshed, see horses, all kinds of wildlife. There's eagles, all kinds of stuff. And I wanted to share this beauty with the rest of Arizona because so many people live in Mesa and never even been out to the Salt River. So I was like, why not paddleboarding? And it's funny when I started, people are like, where are you taking those surfboards? I'm like, the Salt River. And they go, you can't surf in the desert. I understand you got on an airplane at some point. Oh, yes. So I was buying paddle boards and it was costing me a fortune because I was ha- I, there was a middleman in there. And I thought, there's got to be a cheaper way to do this. 
So I'm like, everybody gets everything out of China. I haven't taken any like supply chain management classes or anything. So I'm like, I kept trying to contact people in China. Nobody would respond to me. So then a plane ticket popped up for $350 to Shanghai. <laughs> so I put on Facebook, does anybody want to go to Shanghai with me? And my friend Aslan's like, sure, why not? And then I started emailing all these companies. I said, hey, I'm coming to Shanghai February 15th. I'd like to buy some paddle boards. And then all of a sudden I'm this like international businesswoman. <laughs> and I go over there and they're taking, they pick us up at the airport. They take us around all these touristy things. They bring us in the factory. And so I've been ordering from these companies for four years now. Hang on. We're headed back to goat yoga. So I was teaching paddleboard yoga, and like I said, Arizonans don't go paddleboarding in the winter because they think it's too cold. Oh yeah, she did mention that. You can do granite reef all year. It's a little bit chilly. Arizonans don't usually go when it's under 80 degrees, and so we're kind of wusses. I guess that you probably get some people that put on a wetsuit and go out on Christmas Day, I would imagine. Oh, so on Halloween, this is the best. We go to Tempe Town Lake and we dress up like witches. Last year I had 75 ladies and we all were dressed up like witches and we did a circle around the lake and I go, hurry up witches. <laughs> and that's awesome. And so, and then Christmas, we sometimes will dress up like elves and Santa, but you gotta be pretty hardcore to do that. And back to goat yoga. Like I said, Arizonans don't go paddleboarding in the winter because they think it's too cold. And then my friend April had all these goats. And I'm like, we should just do goat yoga. And it totally started as a joke. So we put like a couple costumes on the goats. We put it on Facebook. Anybody want to do goat yoga? And like eight of our really nice friends came and we videoed it. And then we put the video on Facebook and then all the news stations started picking it up. It must have been a really course, slow news day. Yeah. Well, yeah. So then like that first year, I think we national, we got on USA Today. We did all the local news stations and everybody just thought it was such a funny thing. So then we started making T-shirts and stickers and every class has like 100 to 150 people. So you invented goat yoga. Yes. And then that we've inspired many others. That's great. We, we need to change the license plates in Mesa to the home of goat yoga. Right, just a cactus and a goat. But what is goat yoga? So everyone tries to overcomplicate it. Some people come, they don't even think that there's going to be goats there. They just think it was greatest of all time yoga. And then they show up and they're like, oh, there's actually goats, which was so funny. I don't know how they made it through the website and <laughs> didn't think that there was going to be actual goats. It's really simple. It's yoga with goats, but they're specially trained yoga goats that interact with you the entire class. Like I did yoga at the zoo with those goats. They just stood there. These goats jump on you. They go under you. They go over you. I tell people this isn't your typical yoga class because everything's choreographed to work with a goat. So you have to be ready at all times for a goat to interrupt your yoga practice. Well, there you have it. Sarah Williams, citizen of Mesa, inventor of goat yoga. I told you Mesa was cool. Back to paddleboarding. I actually gave this a try. When, when I went out with you, we pulled a, a board out of the back of your truck right there in that parking lot. Uh, I got on the, the board and, and we, at, at your suggestion, we paddled upstream, which was a great workout. Yep. And then we kind of just cruised back, you know, the other direction, which was just a lot of fun. Double speed, you get back. Every time you go, you're going to see all kinds of aquatic birds, right? The right. cranes. And what are some of the animals that you can pretty much count on seeing? And what are the animals that if you have a good day, you're going to see? 
Okay, so Arizona is one of the top places in the world for birding. I mean, Gila woodpeckers are right down there. We have roadrunners. You're always gonna see a snowy egret, that's a white bird, or a blue heron, they're always in the river. And then bald eagles, especially in the winter, it's a great time to see bald eagles. Wow. And okay. then there's otters and there's beavers. Beavers come out at night. I do full moon paddle boarding and they whack their tails really loud. And I usually tell scary stories because people don't know that they're beavers. And then there's a skunks. My dog got sprayed by one once. So you got to watch for the skunks and there's little turtles, but you wouldn't expect all of this to just be in that little area of the river. They are. Okay. The other thing that I was looking forward to is uh, having ridden my bike out there a lot, maybe once or twice a year, I get to see the horses. And I thought, oh man, I, I hope, you know, that I get to see the horses because that's uh, that would be really cool. I guarantee horses <laughs> in the summer. Right. So that, when I asked you that question, you were like, uh, no, there's like a thousand percent chance. Or yes. The, the, the horses are always there. They're hot. Yes. So in the summer, the horses are always at the river. When you float down, you'll for sure see them. Um, we lucked out at Granite Reef because it was a warm day. I think it was 110, and they were down there because they were hot. But most of the time, the horses are always going to be somewhere along that stretch of the river just because they need the water and the food. Yeah, that's great. So, and again, my, my experience was it really was kind of a moment of zen. You know, it's, it's quiet. You know, the, the, the sound of the water, the, the, the feel of the water, the, the beautiful vegetation, the beautiful animals that are there. It's probably 20 degrees cooler, too, out there on the river. And it's only, I mean, for most of Mesa, it's no more than 20 minutes away. When we were out on at uh, Granite Reef, I thought I was being a real smart aleck because I said, "Oh, well, maybe you should get the goats, you know, on the paddle boards at Salt River." And you, what did you say when I said that? Oh, we've already done that. Of Goat course. on a boat, yeah. and we made it on awkward family photos for that. That's great. So we're going to recreate it in 20 years. My family has taken uh, unintentionally a lot of those. <laughs> But you did this on purpose. Right. So me and my goat yoga partner, April, we went out to the lake and we got two goats on our paddle boards. And then we sent it into Awkward Family Photos. And they're like, this is awesome. Look at this business in Mesa, Arizona. They do paddle boards and goats and goats on a boat. Swinging back to goats one last time. I, I just want to finish getting through your resume because it's, it's fun. You uh, hold the, the Guinness World Record for what? Their first world record was for the fastest goat yoga. And now with 350 people and 80 goats, they're aiming for the largest goat yoga class. So last year we were at Mesa Amphitheater. We had 384 people and I think 83 goats. <laughs> We, some of them we couldn't count because they weren't old enough, but we had to have a five-to-one ratio on goats, and um, it was awesome. I was on the stage. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> you have to have a, five goats for each yogi? Sorry, or, okay. five yogis for one goat. Okay. That was the ratio. That's great. That was like a life dream of mine to get a Guinness World Record. I didn't know it was going to be teaching the largest goat yoga class. What did you think you were going to make it in for? Well, I grew up as a synchronized swimmer, swimming right here at Kino Pool. So I thought I would get in for something synchronized swimming. I also had the goal of having the longest fingernails, but that didn't last very long because they got pretty <laughs> gross after a while. Okay. I support your decision to abandon right. that one. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so during the Guinness World Record, okay, there's all these people out in the class and they actually have to pay attention. Like that's a Guinness rule that they have to do all of the yoga and that the goats can't be enticed with treats. Okay. <laughs> so there's 84 goats, 385 people or whatever, and they're all doing yoga. And then these two goats go across the stage and start mating. <laughs> wow. Okay. 
That's an awkward family photo as well. It's probably a code violation for the city, too. We'll have to check on that. You have uh, been on how many different reality TV shows? So it all started in 2013. Me and my friend went and tried out for the Bear Grylls show. And uh, they really liked us. They called us back on that and they said, you know what? You guys are awesome, but you would do better on American Ninja Warrior. And so we went out and we went to Baltimore and we competed on American Ninja Warrior in 2013. And then uh, a couple years later, April and I, the goat yoga owners, got on Amazing Race. And it was Team Goat Yoga. And we didn't do that great, but we got a lot of airtime because we fought a lot. <laughs> That's great. Team Goat Yoga. Team Goat Yoga. And what, what part of the world were you in? So we started in New York, and then we went to Iceland. That was a stressful day. And then we went to Belgium. And the great thing is, I think this is a secret I'm not supposed to tell, but when they kick you off, you just hang out in Italy until everyone else is done with the show. Wow. So you just get to do fun stuff in Italy. I would like an invitation to be right. on the show. <laughs> I would leave early and enjoy Italy for as long as possible. Right. I started doing plogging. This is another funny thing. It's picking up trash and jogging. So Air Canada featured the plogging, and we've been on a couple news stations for plogging. But what we do is we go out to the river, and especially, you know, when there's a lot of people at the river, there's a lot of trash. And just picking up trash is boring. But when you pick up trash and jog, it's plogging. Good morning, Arizona. We're here at Salt River right now. We are joined by Sarah Williams with Desert Paddle Boards. And you are here today to talk about something that I had never heard of. It's what awesome. is it? Plogging. Okay. <laughs> huh? Can you explain what plogging is? So actually I went to Sweden a couple years ago. And I was like, this city is so beautiful. And all over there's signs for plogging groups. And so they would run out and it's plucka is what it is in Sweden. It's like pick up and jump uh, or something like that. Okay. And so then I got back. I'm like, we should do plogging. And the Visit Mesa lady loved it. She's funny because she's like, I've been trying to get on the news for five years, Sarah. And then you get on with plogging. <laughs> so it's really helped promote natural restorations and the projects they're doing. And um, I'll just have a little group that comes to do the plogging and we'll do stretches and some calisthenics and then we'll sprint, pick up trash, sprint, pick up some more trash. And it's just kind of funny. And it's another way to get out with your friends that's not just sitting around or shopping, you know. What, what what's next for you? I mean, are you just uh, every day you get up and look for some you know things that don't make sense and and cram them together on a on a paddleboard or? Well, I'm super excited because my friend grew up in Tahiti and she's been doing trips to Tahiti. And it, last year we went and we did like a Survivor Island experience. And I said this would be such a cool thing to do with people. So we've done three trips already where we take people to Tahiti. We go on a deserted island. They're not actually surviving on their own. We have Tahitians teaching them how to do everything, but they think that they survive on their own and now we're gonna um bring paddle boards down there and market it more like a paddleboard survivor vacation so we'll do those three times a year as a father of four daughters i am so excited that we have you in our community and, and we, we need to we need to tell your story uh, because it's really very inspiring for young women and and women that are thinking that maybe maybe they're hesitant to get into the business world uh, but what, what lessons have you learned? Well, I think a lot of it starts with my initial intro into doing water things was I grew up as a synchronized swimmer here in Mesa, Arizona. 
And then I wanted to swim Alcatraz. And that was something that a lot of people told me, oh, you can't do that, that's too hard. Uh, I actually swam around the island. They don't do that race anymore, but I got second place. And people were like, if she can do it, I can do it. And then I was a CrossFit trainer for a while and CrossFit was kind of boring. And so I'm like, why don't we do parkour? And your grandkids actually are doing parkour with me right yes, now. They are. Yeah. <laughs> and so to make uh, CrossFit a little more entertaining, I added the parkour in. And so I look at things and I think, how can we make this a little more different and a little more fun? A lot of times you look at an idea that's doing really well and think, how can I improve on this? How can I make this a little bit better? I really am just not scared of failing, and I think you might as well try it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? And I think if people can have that in their head, that it's going to take a long time to build a business, and don't be afraid of failure, don't be afraid of people making fun of you, um, then it keeps you going on it. So you just have to get out there and hit a lot of people. Most sure. people that come to goat yoga maybe come once or twice, but we have a city of, what, 3 million in the valley? So there's a lot of people I can get to come to goat yoga. Well, I, I honest, before today, I had honestly had no idea that you were the inventor of goat yoga. I thought this was something that, you know, uh, you were just uh, riding the, the, the coattails on. But uh, that's very, that's a really it's cool hilarious, story. It's hilarious, huh? Yeah. No, it's wonderful. And that's a lot of people would think that's a stupid idea. But you know what? Just go for it. You never know what's going to happen. I, uh, I got to give this a try. Oh, you should try it. Yeah. This Saturday. Okay. All right. Uh. I, I'll be there. So we're gonna try to get a goat to go on top of you. All right. So I'm I'm like in a in a uh, push-up position with a goat on my back. Yes. Okay. And that and now you know the medicinal impact of goats is becoming more apparent because it's All more right, difficult to to have a plank with a goat on your back than not. And the goats are having fun. For a goat, you're just an obstacle. It is a good workout, isn't it? Right. You're getting a little shaky. And we have a competition between you and the goat. Who can hold this longer? Did you notice that she said in here, like, we tried to get the llamas involved, but they, they just stare at you? And I'm thinking, do you want a llama climbing on your back? Llama yoga does seem inappropriate. Those are just too large of an animal to, to carry, to have, you know, gently walking around on your Personally, back. Personally, I'm glad they're just staring. That's true. No, but you had one of these. How did that feel to have that animal on your back? Surprisingly good because oh, yeah? because the, the, again the, the the size of the animal was appropriate to the task that it was being asked to accomplish, the, and and it's got these little uh, hoofs. They're hard, yes. so it's like getting a you know a, a little massage. massage. Yeah. Yes. So kitten yoga wouldn't have quite the same appeal. Uh, I guess the little goat is just about right. I think it's the the, the, the genius of Sarah Williams. She knew exactly the right, right animal to put on someone's back. It's always cool in Mesa. Subscribe to It's Always Cool in Mesa on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you use. And please, share it with a friend. This episode of It's Always Cool in Mesa is brought to you by Visit Mesa. City Limitless. Learn more at visitmesa.com.